Introducing your host, from New York, here is Sam Roberts. Surprise! Hey! Who's ready for a little midweek Not Sam Wrestling, huh? Welcome to the show, everybody. Look, we've got a very special bonus Not Sam Wrestling episode coming at you for everybody, not just Patreon subscribers, because... WWE 2K23 just put out another DLC pack, and we all benefit from it. One of the people in that uh, DLC pack that you can now play as in 2K23 is Tiffany Stratton. And uh, I got the opportunity to talk to Tiffany Stratton. I thought I might share that conversation with you right now. Next week on the podcast, we've got a mega, mega show coming, an absolutely huge interview for the Monday podcast. So before we get there, I wanted to make sure that we spent as much attention as we could spend on the one and only Tiffany Stratton. Of course, if you want to watch this interview, you can go to youtube.com slash wrestling. Every Not Sam Wrestling podcast now in full video form available on that YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe, leave your comments, hit like, Tell your friends, do the whole thing. If listening is your thing, you're not here for the video on Spotify, leave a rating on Apple, leave a rating and a review. And let's welcome to the show, Bonus Not Sam Wrestling with Tiffany Stratton. The Not Sam Wrestling interview. Welcome. And now we welcome somebody who I think is having a moment. Not only everywhere you go, I feel like this is a person who everybody's talking about her her potential and, and, and her in terms of the future, but now she's in a video game too. Tiffany Stratton is here, part of 2K23's pretty sweet DLC pack. And with 2K23 on sale right now, I feel like it's a great time to buy. Tiffany, wouldn't you agree? Totally. Why would you not want to play as me? <laughs> I mean, have you are you used to that part? Uh, of this whole thing yet of the WWE machine that now you're in video games. I'm sure you'll be a Mattel action figure. Like you, you are, you're forever now. Uh, yeah, I'm not really used to it yet, but I mean, it was only a matter of time before this all happened. So <laughs> you're not, you're not used to it, but you're not surprised. No, I'm not surprised at all. No, honestly, like, it should have happened earlier, but Whatever. Okay. Well, what do you think of the what do you think of the rating then? What do you think of the fact you're an eighty in the game? I feel like that's high, higher than some. Yeah. Um. I heard I'm higher than Indy Hartwell. Um. I'm not really sure how that works and how she's NXT Women's Champion huh. and I have the higher rating. Huh. I should have totally been the NXT Women's Champion, but whatever. To each their own. To each their own. Um. But I mean, eighty's not terrible. They obviously don't have the greatest taste but yeah yeah it's okay you're more the like you kind of figured it'd be 99 100 somewhere yeah, around definitely there. a little higher than 80 okay well, i mean they literally said right before this thing started 80 is really good but but for you i guess have you always been somebody that's excelled i mean i know before this you were you were a gymnast you're a bodybuilder is is it is is that your kind of thing if you're not in to excel you're not in yeah, um, everything in my entire life has kind of came very easy to me. Um, I've always picked things up very quickly. Um, and I don't do things 
unless it's I'm 100% in if if I'm not 100% in I'm I'm not gonna do it I don't do it at all so yeah yeah, yeah. have you uh have you found that to be a quality in you that your peers uh admire the fact that everything's come so easy and you don't really have a problem expressing that yeah I would say they admire it from afar but I mean there's jealous people out there and you know when someone comes in and picks it up right away and everything comes easy to them. Um, it creates a lot of, um, I would say controversy. I don't know. I have, I have my enemies, but yeah. Do you listen, do you, do you listen to the talk positive or negative, whether it's people that are like, you know, she's full of herself two years in blah, blah, blah. Or on the other end of the spectrum, the people that are like, do you see what's going on in NXT? This is the future of the women's division. I'm sorry, what was the question? Do you listen to that talk? Positive, negative, either way? Um, not really. I'm kind of like tunnel vision right now. I don't really listen to when people are praising me, when people are talking crap about me. I really don't listen to any of that. I kind of just stick to my own thing and I'm in my own lane and yeah. I mean, it's a it's a, it's a pretty good way to be when you can master it. I guess having an athletic background though probably helps you with that, right? You need that kind of tunnel vision when it comes to competition? I think gymnastics, especially. Um, I see a lot of gymnasts that have came into the PC and they pick it up immediately. And I think there's a trend with gymnasts and becoming professional wrestlers that really blends well. Do so you, I think gymnastics really gives me the leg up. Do you think it's the physical motion of it? The fact that as a gymnast, you're so familiar with your body and the way it moves, or is it that sort of competitive nature where even if you don't know it you have this built-in discipline that allows you to learn i think yeah it's both um i have really good body awareness and i know like what my body can do what my body can't do um i think that helps a lot in wrestling um and then like the discipline part too gymnastics if you start at a young age it's it breeds discipline into you like like no other. And I feel like if you're a gymnast at a young age and you go into a different sport, you're going to pick it up no matter what, because gymnastics teaches you coordination, discipline, hard work, flexibility, all of that. So did, gymnastics has set me up for life. I feel like. Did you feel the same way about bodybuilding that when you got out of gymnastics into bodybuilding, was it like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to get into a sport now. Yeah. So bodybuilding is a little bit different. It, it requires, a lot more discipline, especially when it comes to food. Um, mm. And I love food. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good, uh, like ice cream cone. I love, I just love food. Um, but I think bodybuilding definitely taught me um, m even more discipline, like on a whole new level. Do you, how familiar were you with the world of professional wrestling before you started training. I know you trained a little bit before you got to NXT, but before that era of your life, is this something you grew up with or, or, or was it an entirely new thing? It was, it was entirely new. I had wow. no idea what I was getting myself into when I showed up to Mr. Kennedy's ring back then. I had no idea. Yeah. I had I mean, my mom come with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of unbelievable because Tiffany Stratton is obviously a big part of what you do is this giant character right? It's not just the in-ring, it's the character. And that's ultimately, I think, what pro wrestling is all about and what, what 
makes people great at this. How did, was that an easy click in for you? Yeah, um, I've always been a very strong personality. I've always had a big aura. Um, I've always just kind of like been myself unapologetically and frankly, like it's worked with wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, I think wrestling is a lot of the things that I'm good at. Um, Like I've got the athleticism. I have a personality, (laughs) Um, you know, uh, I can talk, I can cut a great promo. I can talk some crap. Um, And yeah, I just think professional wrestling is everything that I am good at. I love uh, your confidence, quite frankly. I mean, it's so (laughs) not put on. It's so real that like, it's just, it's just refreshing, right? When somebody is like, you know, I mean, there's a time for humility and there's a time to just call it exactly what it is. And the problem is that I feel like you back it up, right? It's one thing to like come and say all this stuff and be like, what is she talking about? But when you're backing all of it up, I mean, you know, don't even take into account the fact that you had a ladder match at Stand and Deliver, which again is like so far outside the realm of anything else. But I think people forget that for you guys, like you don't wrestle in arenas like that when you get to these premium live events that for a lot of people on each of these shows battleground included coming up it's the first maybe second time that you've been in front of an arena full of people i mean do you you just kind of figure it out when you get there how do you how do you prepare for something like that uh i mean you don't um you don't prepare for it because the, the only way you can prepare for it is just to do it and to get reps under your belt. And when I did my entrance, I actually opened the show at San and deliver. And that was the first entrance of the entire show. And I got out there and I was just like, I was shocked. I was like, this is it. Like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. It was so exhilarating in so many good ways. Um, yeah, it was it was very nerve wracking, but I felt like I was right in like right where I needed to be. How, what's the feeling like? I mean, you know, people grow up thinking that the wrestling mat is like a trampoline and then they find out pretty quickly. It's not at all like a trampoline for somebody that was used to falling down on trampolines. The first time you hit that mat and you're the flat of your back hits those pillars of wood. Is that when, is that kind of the introductory second when you realize like, Oh my God, this is, different honestly like my first ever bump was not that bad like me taking like a body slam was not that bad I would say like a couple weeks in where I would take multiple every training session is when I was like oh my gosh like this sucks but it's so much fun at the same time yeah yeah did you uh uh I don't know if you heard you know you're talking about whether it's haters or supporters Maxine Dupree recently did an interview where she was she brought you up as somebody who she thinks, you know, is is ready for gold and somebody that she'd like to represent on the main roster sooner rather than later is is an act where it's you and and maybe Maxine Dupree at ringside is this something that that would appeal to you? Of course. Yeah. I would love for Maxine to take me to the tippy top. I feel like we would blend so well together. We could possibly tag and the future. Um, I love her. She's awesome. Yeah. Now, does 
does does when you talk about trampoline gymnastics and you talked about it before about being up in the air 20 25 feet and and you know figuring out what you're doing when you're up there does that at all get you to the point where being on the top of a ladder in the middle of a ring is any more comfortable or no yeah i would definitely say um when I was a trampolinist, I used, we like were 25 feet in the air doing flips, double flips, flips with twists. Um, so it definitely plays a role with that dive I did <laughs> and in the ladder match. Um, honestly, like looking at it, it does not look that high. But once you get up there, it is scary. And diving out and onto people is like a whole different animal, I feel like, than trampoline and gymnastics. Who is somebody, a uh, WWE superstar maybe, who has kind of given you any kind of advice or any kind of words where it's just like psychologically, oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that's that little thing. Like, yes, now I understand that. Um, Natty Neidhart, she has came in a couple of times and she's actually really helped me a lot. She she came in, um, I think it was like eight months ago uh, for a training session with some of the newer girls. And she, like, I learned so much within the hour, hour and a half that she came in. It was, it was very helpful. I love Natty. Were you surprised, disappointed, any mixture of the two that you were not drafted up to the main roster uh, this year? Or I know you had said before, even before the draft, you'd be okay staying in NXT for a period of time. Do you still feel that way? Um, yeah, I want to, when I get called up, I want to be um, a threat. I want to be someone that is like, oh crap, like Tiffany's here. She's ready. And I, I don't want to be called up and, you know, be pushed to the side for a little bit. I want to be called up and be a threat to everyone. And I feel like if I have another year within NXT, and make a name for myself and hold some gold, maybe, um, I feel like I could be at that level. When you, at the end of last year, you were out for a few months with an injury. When you get that first kind of big injury where you have to sit out, is that a kind of a scary experience where that realization kind of sits in that, oh, this happens, or are you kind of prepared I think for that? I, yeah, I think that? I'd, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to No, no, please, but. please. I think at first um, it's scary, but um, you have to realize that for me, at least I take the time away. Um, I come up with a game plan and how I'm going to come back better, um, how I'm going to look, how I'm going to, I tried to come back, you know, like more shredded, um, you know, have something like a little different going on, like new gear. Uh, I just, I took it as a opportunity to, come back and um like show out and that's what i did yeah and i i i think it worked have you played as yourself in 2k yet i know it did literally just came out but have you gotten a chance to see what you look like i have seen um photos on instagram mm -hmm. and twitter um and i have to say i have a very good jawline and you guys did a great job at <laughs> you know, making that look similar on the video game. Well, it's probably, it's probably a lot of pressure for, for the game developers at 2k, because I mean, you take great pride in your appearance. This is something that separates you from the masses. And if they yeah. don't get it just right, it's like, what are we doing? 
yeah, they impressed me. My bone structure looks amazing in that game. They did very good. I have to say. Is there any uh, WWE match that you've watched since entering into the NXT system as you go through and watch tape study and stuff like that? Is there any match that you've watched and gone, oh, wow, I love this match? Oh, I'd have to say uh, very recent, uh, WrestleMania this year, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Uh. One of the best women's matches I feel like I've ever watched. What a great answer. It was, I mean, it was, it was magnificent. And I think that that's where, you know, there's so, when you get a match like that, where not only are two women just being as athletic as you've ever seen anybody, but a story is being told, right? And that's, mm -hmm. that, that's kind of a big part of, of, of pro wrestling is that story that's being told in the ring. And I guess that's one of the big things that you continue to learn in this NXT system, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Storytelling is a big factor within wrestling. Amazing. Amazing. Well, look, Tiffany Stratton, uh, uh, I'm going to let you go. So you have a chance to play 2k23. You know, if you don't have the game yet already, it's on sale. So you can play as yourself at a discount. So that's good. And, and this is a good one for you to debut in. Because I've heard it's the highest rated 2K, WWE 2K title of any of the games. So for you to consider yourself the best, to be in the, a game that is considered by reviewers to be the best, I would say it's, uh, it, it, it's, good, it's good juju. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like it's got that high rating because I'm in it, but whatever. There may be no, I think there may <laughs> there may be something to that. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you.